We are live. Let me reset this thing real quick. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, YouTube? What's going on, iTunes and Radio Public? It's your boy, FC Violin. Again, we're back with another episode of Vitamin G Podcast, episode eight. And this episode, we'll be talking about Sony blocking crossplay. What's the deal behind that? And, you know, when, when is it enough? We'll be talking about Microsoft and E3. Is is this E3 stand? Is this the start of their comeback? We'll be discussing that and whether or not that's actually the case. Uh, and of course, today is the day that Bowser starts his Nintendo reign. So we'll be discussing that, the impact, and what we as uh, gamers and video game fans think uh, that you know Mr. Bowser may accomplish. So anyway, before I even get to start, I want to shout out the chat real quick. Shout out my boy Yobi in the chat real quick, Nick Nick Banks. And, you know, people still coming through, so I appreciate you guys listening. Um, before we get to the topic, let's, let's start with the uh, gaming news. So I'm going to go left to right. Uh, Kofi, man, what you got for Sony this week, man? So, um, more in the you, you're, buying, you're buying real quick. Everybody speak U.S. You guys can hear me okay? Oh, it's, it's, it's clearing up now. So say it again. My brother. Yeah, yeah, you're still buying. Back out and come back in real quick. I'm gonna go to the next person, Pharaoh. Man, any, any, anything on the Xbox front? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, there is a speculation that the um, discless Xbox One S could release May seventh. Um, that's the that's the biggest news for Xbox. Uh, Cuphead is also about to release on uh, Nintendo. And with it will be the uh, the first expansion of Xbox Live services on the Twit on the Switch, and um, that's a that's about it. Oh, and uh, for PlayStation news, um, PlayStation Network is automatically changing offensive PSN names. So if your name may be considered offensive, you might want to change it before they change it. So. That's that's what's up, man. Um, anyway, we get the gaming news out of the way. We're running a little bit late, a little bit, you know, not at all functional, but we'll get the gaming news out of the way. We'll do our intros and we'll go straight into the topics, man. I appreciate the chat for being patient. Uh, anyway, uh, Nubs just came in here, man. But hey, uh, Zero, man, because this is a Nintendo day for you, man. Talk about the Nintendo topics. What's going on? Uh, really nothing too big outside of, you know, the big thing today is uh, Reggie's last day at Nintendo. So the, the face of the North American branch of Nintendo and really sort of that shining thing. We can get into that later. The right. biggest thing I think is interesting uh, is Dis everybody heard about Disney Plus that just came out, but it's apparently set to come to the Switch, which I think will make it the Switch's first like streaming service to come there. So I'm very interested in what deals were made behind the scene that Netflix won't be on the Switch, but Disney Plus will be. Oh, wow. That That is definitely interesting. I wonder if is that connection with well, why is that why do, you, why do you think that's the case uh from a superficial level we can take they're, they're both very kid friendly right like nintendo who better to have uh you know a nintendo than disney right um more realistically disney's got all the money you know in the world if switch has just if nintendo's just really been resistant to putting streaming services on their console right. perhaps all it was was just how much money is it going to cost us to do so and he pretty much has a blank check all right man that's 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 what's up and again shout out to the chat 
Dion Monty Spartan guy, uh, this goes to you, Farrell. He said Sony also won't ban you for offensive names anymore. They will just change it for you. So uh, I, I don't know if that's the case. And I don't have a, I don't have an active PSN, so I don't know if that's true or not. But it seems like they would just automatically change it for you. Yeah, they're, you like- they're gonna automatically change uh, your your gamer tag. But what if you don't Apparently, like if you change it though when they when they do change it you have a chance to it's like they defaulted to something that's not offensive with maybe some you have a chance to change it yourself got gotcha okay all right and uh Kofi, you have any uh sony news now your mic seems to be better yeah just cut me off if if it's you know kind of hazy but i got I, yeah i got data you. by media molecule is available tomorrow morning i will be getting it uh, again, it is $29.99. It is early access. You will have access to all the tools. Um, but we don't have an official release date. But you know me. I want to get in there. I kill. So, yeah, keep your eyes out for that. Roger that, man. I know you're excited for a lot of A lot of Sony guys are excited for it, man. Fonz, are you excited for Dreams, my guy? Fonz, I guess he's not, he's not here yet. All right. Um, lastly, Nubs, man. Anything else you want to add? I think uh, Farrell touched touched a little bit on some of Xbox and Sony news. You have anything on just the Xbox front? Did someone in the chat just mentioned uh, DC Universe app? And you know anything about that? Oh, shit. I actually do not. DC Universe app, huh? Um, yeah, the DC Universe app just launched on the uh, on Xbox. So now you can uh, have access to DC content. I'm not sure of the exact pricing. Oh, do you mean the uh, like like their streaming app, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I, I was using it on the Roku, so I, I didn't even know they even dropped on the Xbox yet. So. All right, that's what's up. I think I think we'll just start here real quick. Quick shout out again to the uh, live listeners on YouTube. If you want to listen live and and engage with the panel in the chat, definitely go to YouTube.com. Search FC Space Violent. This is Vitamin G for gaming podcast and real quick for the chat i have here yobi in the chat night music nick bank so yobi night music and sincere quintana are both all all three are patreon members for the vitamin g podcast salute to you guys man we appreciate it greatly and again lastly we have the almighty spartan guide and more cloud tech usa as well as Virg brizzle uh the early the early listeners coming in here man we appreciate you guys hit that like button and share this out man the show's about to start so the introductions from left to right, man, but we about to get it popping. I apologize again for being late. We usually start at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, try to try to start, you know, punctual, but, you know, life happens. So anyway, let's go left to right. Nubs, man, introduce yourself. Where people can find you. Hey, and what hey, games have you been playing? <laughs> yep, it's uh, Lord Butternubs on Xbox, Randy Butternubs on uh, PSN there. Uh, as, as far as what I'm playing now, I've been playing a lot of Magic Arena on uh, my PC, actually. I haven't been uh, giving the Xbox much love this week. I know no love for Xbox. Not, not I, this week, man. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't even been on Xbox this week either, to be honest with you. All right, so let's uh let's let's you know let's introduce our special guest, man. I've been waiting for him to get in here. He hasn't really said much yet. It's Jay Fonzarelli, man, Captain Neutral. What's going on, bro? What you been playing? And where people can hey, find you? Uh, it's good to be here. Finally, uh, I've been playing. Um, well, I've been getting my ass handed to me in Sekiro. I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. That game is rough. It's rough, and I've been through Bloodborne. And uh, that wasn't even half as bad as this game when it comes to the difficulty. Uh, but I ain't crying. You know, I'm not asking for easy. I'm good with it. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, uh, nah, I've just been uh, chilling. A lot, a lot of family stuff going on here at the house. So uh, not not much gaming going on besides Sekiro. Yeah, I, I can see that, man, with, with your Brady, Brady kids and stuff like that. The Brady family back there. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And about Brady family, man, Kofi's trying to start his little own, man. What's going on, bro? Where people find you? What you been playing? Find me at creative underscore Kofi on Twitter. Um, you'll find me randomly tweeting uh, <laughs> about games and Falcom stuff. Still playing Cold Stone. I just finished Chapter 5. It's really ramping up for this game more. Real quick. Cold Steel 2, which will be uh, a remaster release sometime next month by Exceed Games. Um, but I'm keeping my slate open for Days Gone and Dreams. So I'll be finishing up Cold Steel 1 hopefully in the next two weeks and back to first party stuff. That's what's up, man. If you forgot to say, you're also tweeting in Japanese. Again, if you want to learn Japanese, holla at my boy, Creative Kofi, man. He'll charge you an arm and a leg. Anyway, next <laughs> <laughs> next one up is Pharaoh. What's going on, my guy? What you been playing, man? Where people can find you? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's your boy, Pharaoh. Um, I haven't really been playing much lately. You know, kids and work piling up on me. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at uh, Fernando Montero with a zero at the end. Um PSN and Xbox Live at Bizarre 5000. That's what's up, man. And lastly, Mr. Nintendo himself, zero, zero in the building. Man, people can find you, brother. What you been playing? What is going on, people? Always great to be here. Zero X three eighty six. I'm pretty much any uh, streaming system, any place you want to get me, you can find me. And I am still completely into the Division Two, man. I'm working my way through it. Um, having a blast with it. Still on the division? Have you hit Endgame yet? Oh yeah, I'm at Endgame. So now it's just time to really like actually focus up because now the real game is opened up, right? Facts, facts. You know what? It's it's sad, and this is the, the state of gaming. I guess. Well, good, good, good and bad. I started Division Two this month. Like just started. I got to like maybe level. I think I was level eight or nine. And then Sekiro came out, played that, beat it. And then I'm like, you know what? Because of the Fron software um, bug that I have, I went back to Bloodborne, and I just I think I beat the third boss. So I'm going through there and finishing it. So I'm giving it a second chance, and I might have to retract all my statements, Jay Fonzarelli style, about Bloodborne. All right? <laughs> so, so anyway, let's get to the topics. And, and, then, and you know, it's funny because our guest is here, and he has – First-hand knowledge about this uh, Sony blocking crossplay. Jay, you want to talk about it and uh, what you think? Mm, well, it's it's more of that cross progression that that they wanted to do. I guess uh, Jason uh, Schreier from Kotaku put out an article that really just made me uh, very upset because um, I'm somebody who plays Destiny. Okay, I like the game uh, and I play it on both consoles. Uh, I, I have friends on both sides that want to play the game, want to play with me, so I, I've done that. And the thing is, is many of us have been asking forever, you know, hey, Bungie, give us some cross-progression. I don't care about cross-play necessarily, but I want to transfer my characters over to the other side so I can play over there when I want and bounce back and forth. Hey, it requires me to still buy a, uh, another copy of the game, so you win out anyway. We're playing your game. We're playing on both consoles. I don't see the problem. But Sony decided to say, uh, nah, Bungie. Bungie had plans to do that, and they told Bungie no. They, they didn't want him to do that because they wanted to associate Destiny with PlayStation 4. And wow. I just think that that is one of the most anti-consumer moves ever. Like, that really pisses me off. I get mad at certain situations with... Uh, uh, the you know the free to play uh, free to play games with Microsoft behind a paywall that really irritates me. But at the same time, like 
I'm not really a big fan of those free-to-play games, so it never really affected me personally, even though I've spoken up against it. And I've even added Phil Spencer before and said, hey, remove this wall. You know, it's it's BS. Now, the PlayStation dudes, some of them anyway, are running around saying, I support this. I support that Sony's doing this. And I'm scratching my head like, how could you support something that is just basically hurting us as gamers and consumers? Um, this is would be a pro-consumer move if Bungie were uh, to be allowed to do this. Um, I mean, it's a win-win. I don't understand why Sony blocked them from doing this. It really pisses me off. It, it made me mad this week. What, what do you have to say? And I know I saw you in the Twitter exchanges, and I've seen a couple people uh exchange so shout out to dr uh Maslin as well because he, he pointed this out um what, what do you have to say about those sony guys who say hey it's not my problem and you know it's you know when they say sony is for the gamers they mean sony gamers only but aren't you you aren't you a sony gamer as well or is this oh like, yeah is there is this a yeah. bigger deal or, or like what do you what do you think that's the thing you know it, it, it for me i started this generation sony only you know, I, I'm a big fan of Sony exclusive games, man. Their exclusives are awesome, amazing. But at the end of the day, I'm a fan of all consoles. I, I buy them. You know, I play them. I'm into it. You know, I don't care. Like, I'm all about the games. That's that's first and foremost. And if I'm playing a game that is multiplayer, excuse me, and I can play this game on, you know, multiple consoles or whatever, yeah, sure. I would love to take my characters and just go to whatever console and play with, you know, other friends and stuff. This doesn't affect just me. This affects millions of gamers out there. I know so many guys that do what I did, had to, you know, progress through the campaign and all that, you know, trash, you know, at the beginning of the game that you've already been through maybe uh, three times on one console. You go to the other console, you got to do it over there. And, and then there's a lot of gamers out there who've told me specifically, look, I would play on the other side with yep. my friends over there if they were to allow cross progression. I, you know, and, and if Bungie had plans to actually do this, which apparently they did, and Sony stopped them, I, I don't see why anybody, anybody in their right mind as a gamer, as a consumer, would say, Oh, I support that. Like I've been told on Twitter, I was told on Twitter, I support that. How the hell do you support that? How do you do that in the right frame of mind? Say, as a gamer, I support them doing this greedy friggin' practice. It's it it blows my mind, dude. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm a, I'm gonna save my thoughts for last. And Yujiro uh, Hama, one of my loyal ponies on here, and he's completely going against what you're saying. Saying grievances to you, my man Fonz. It's not really my problem. It's not the problem. It has nothing to do with me because I'm a Sony only gamer. And again, like it's just it's just. It's just that mindset, but let me go to Captain or not Captain Super Pony Kofi, man. What do you, what do you think, man? Are, are you a, like? Are you? Do you have that same mindset? What do you What do you got to say for your fellow Pony brethrens? You know what's really interesting, uh, FC. You and I we disagree on how important Bungie's first party IP was to PlayStation in quote unquote winning this generation. Right. So I I see that. Sony wanted to have Bungie on their side because, to be honest, I think me and Brand agree that if had made Destiny an exclusive, creation would have been different sales-wise. I think this would have been much more successful in units sold just because of that franchise. So I think Sony was like, oh, we got to be so aggressive. We'll, we'll market Bungie's new 
IP, though it's multi-platform, for us. And it's going to bring us so much more sales. And I think that killed it because now they've got the first-person shooter. Plus, they got all the other genres they've always catered to. But I don't agree with this because – here's the thing. It, it doesn't bother me right now. But what? I'm going to complain about it when it gets worse? I can't do that. For, for example, I, I think about something like um, Dead or Alive and how they have these season passes that cost almost $100. And it was greatly accepted. And now we're seeing at launch of their six game, they've got a $100 season pass again. So you know people were spending money on it. And what, right. people are going to complain now? Well, what did you do last time? Did you, did you buy it? Obviously, it made them a lot of profit. So I can't let, I can't let it slide, I think it is my disappointment with the situation. So, so you're saying so, so, you, so I guess on one hand, from from what I'm getting, and correct me if I'm wrong, from one hand, you're thinking it's a marketing move for Sony to do this. So you understand why Sony itself is doing it, but I guess I'm still kind of confused. Do you do you agree or disagree with this? And if and if you disagree, why do you think fans of Sony or fans of gamers in, in general? Because I I have both as well, and I would love to be able to play. Like I said, I have Sony guys in my chat. I would love to be able to cross play with them. I, Cross progression is a thing if you have if you like to buy multiple games, I get that. But crossplay is too would be cool. Like I would love to play against pony guys or Sony dudes and challenge them and, and see who's actually better. Stuff like that is what crossplay is, I think, meant to be for. So what what do you have to say about that? I am against it. Sony needs to adjust to their customers' demands. That's always when they win, when they had issues in the PlayStation 3 era. They adjusted in the PlayStation, for example, the architecture of the PS3 was really proprietary, right? They mm -hmm. realized that coming to the x86 architecture gives developers a chance to kind of grow with the mold of where the industry is going. I think that's an adjustment they made and a smart one. It's going to happen again. Fans are going to ask for a change and Sony's going to be stiff, but eventually they're right. Unfortunately, with servers, they just aren't as good as uh, some, but disagree with it because i do want to cross saving is huge uh for usually rpgs like for example the game i'm playing right now cold steel allows you to cross save from other platforms yes they are playstation but that convenience is something i love so when it goes between platforms <sighs> we get with the times it's going to end up hurting playstation if mm. they aren't so I, I'm here for I'm here for them because when Sony wins, I, I hate to say it, to me Sony has more games for more variety of play. So I want them to keep that customer a little higher than they're doing now. Telling okay. yourself this right, Jen, it, it doesn't look good next time. All right, fair enough. Um, let me let's 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 go. Let's get one of the Xbox guys on the uh, the input on this. Nubs, what do you think about this, man? Because I know you have a you have a PlayStation as well. Um, do you? Well, what are your thoughts? First of all, do you agree with crossplay or cross pro progression? If you had to choose, what would you pick? And what are your thoughts on supposedly Sony blocking this from from uh, Bungie era from Destiny Two? I mean. For crossplay, absolutely. I, I I love crossplay there. As far as cross progression. That shouldn't even be an issue. Like 
Fortnite has it, you know what I'm saying? Like that works. Smite has it. Like there's so like all these crossplay games also have cross progression. So I don't understand why Sony would be so abhorrent to having Destiny 2. Even if even if it was just a fucking PC, it's not like it's going to to Xbox or anything like that. Like they they just literally just screwed people out of, you know, oh, you have to now, you know, start over every time you try to play this damn game. It I, I don't agree with it at all. I think it's crap, but I mean, what are we really gonna do? They 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 have their minds made up as far as as far as that. Like if they keep singing that too, and I, I don't I don't know how it's gonna affect them sales wise as far as going into next gen, but it's it's definitely not consumer friendly. And I feel I'm getting fucked over just because Sony wants Destiny to just be a PlayStation thing. Like you already got your your exclusive guns and you know, maps and all that other bullshit that we don't get for like two years. Um, after the fact, like, why, why is that not enough before it's like, oh yeah, you, you can play call of duty maps early on Xbox. It, like big, big, big whoop. Like, it's not like we're keeping fucking content from you. Like destiny is always like from destiny one. It's always been about keeping content from everywhere else except PlayStation, which is crap, but that's the deal they sign. And that's what it is. All right. Fair enough. Let right, me, let's go to someone, I guess a little bit more on the, the Japanese side zero. What, what are your thoughts on this? And. And do you do you even like crossplay or cross progression? Or is it needed or what? I like the idea of it, and I think it's a it's a lifestyle thing. So like need is a strong word, but it at the end of the day, I think it makes the gaming better, right? And that's you know sort of what we always want to engage in. Uh, I think this is you know pretty classic example of you know companies, no matter how much you like them, they're not our friends. They're out yep. to as much money from us as possible. And so I understand conceptually and from a business sense, I get why Sony's doing it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, if you wanna, you know, you wanna keep your safe, then buy it on PlayStation and you won't have the problem. Um, but you know, now that we're in this sort of space where gamers are becoming a bit more savvy and smarter and understand the industry better, uh, I think we're becoming less tolerant to certain gaming practices. Um you know, we've seen the whole stuff about crunch and gaming. Uh, this is just another one. It's another way to kind of squeeze money out of us. And arguably, it's not the hugest deal. And it really might not be even be this right hill to die on. But like mm. said, you got to at least pay attention to this stuff because they're only going to do what we as consumers allow them to do. The further along they get and sometimes and unfortunately, when we speak up, it might be too late, and there's no reversing the course of what they started. See, that's I mean, that's a very interesting opinion. Not only with Kofi and yourself, but both you guys don't even have an Xbox. So, right. coming can, from I, yeah, go ahead, Fonz. Go ahead. Can I say another thing? Um, it's it's like this. You know, he said it very well. You know, it could go too far to a point where you can't reverse it. Just like we are paying for online. For console, yep. great you know, point. We, we let that happen, and it's going to continue to happen. And Nintendo even adopted that. You yeah. know, it's just something that's going to be there for console gamers now uh, because we accepted it. And that's the thing. It's like I understand. Like, uh, there's a few people in chat that are like, you know, I don't care about this. You know, I'm I support it. Look, it, it's fine if you don't care about the situation because it doesn't affect you. That's fine. But to say you support it is a different situation. That I can't see championing corporate greed over uh, the consumer as being a positive thing for uh, all gamers. Um, 
you're just hurt. You're hurting us as gamers when, when you're saying that and doing that and saying that you support this kind of practice. It, it, to me, I don't, I don't follow that logic. And if you were just a PlayStation guy and you don't play destiny and you don't care, you're, you're never going to play the Xbox or play that version. I get it. If you don't care, that's a different subject, but to say you support it and nah, I, I can't deal with that. You make a very good point. Before I pass this on to Farrell, you make a very good point about Xbox, or not even Xbox, because I guess I guess Xbox started the whole pay online, right? Um, where look where we are now. We're still paying for gold, still playing for paying for PS now. Even PlayStation themselves are trying to add a a uh, service or a platinum or a premium service so you could access betas for for upcharge. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and what can we do as primarily console gamers? How can you combat that now? Bro, I, I don't understand what the problem is with, with a particular person in your chat, but he's like, greed is good. That, that, man, I don't understand your logic, bro. Do you think that, you know, Comcast's monopoly in certain areas is a good thing? Do you think that, you know, some of these big companies that just take over, essentially, in, in major areas is a good thing because they're greedy? I mean, I, I don't understand that logic at all, bro. Um, if, if Like I said, if you're a Sony dude, that's fine but you should not champion this type of practice. It's, it, it just defeats, uh, you know, progression going forward, innovation. This kind of stuff can prevent a lot of stuff from moving forward within the industry. Um, because, you know, whether you care about crossplay or not, it is a, a, a progression. It is a move forward in, in this whole technology. Uh, I, I just think that some of these people just, uh, they're working too much off of, you know, uh, fanboy narrative and, and yep. thinking about, you know, uh, I, I want to be, uh, y you know, I'm a, I'm a Sony guy through and through. So screw that company. I mean, you, he even said it himself in the chat that, you know, screw everybody else, you know, basically death to them all, you know, and it, it's like, look, you have to have healthy competition out there or you have these monopolies. And I don't want Sony to become a, mon a monopoly, to the oh, point where hundred dollar consoles, yeah, and, and and they're and they're dictating everything to us, uh, not not just the games, but the services, everything else. Hell no! Like that, the competition breeds innovation, and like I said, man, when, when these companies want to do something and it's a pro consumer move, these developers anyway, let them do so. Do not. I, I hate hearing that these companies are stopping these developers from making the content that they want to make. That the ideas that they have. They should let them do what they want to do, man. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's just, it, it, it just stunt, it stunts the growth, in my opinion. Fair enough, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know why you were still even talking about this, but I guess like even my chat, the, the proof is in the pudding, right? So, and Farrell, what, what do you have to say about this, man? Lastly, before we move on to the next topic, yeah. uh, I think it's just a, uh, a. Uh, 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 pretty much overall fear tactic by Sony. I don't think they want people to be able to go on other platforms and see what their services have to offer. Um, real, real, real quick, to counter that though, just to play devil's advocate, but what, wouldn't it be, it had to be fair to say that didn't Microsoft kind of start this last gen? W weren't they the ones who not only blocked crossplay, but also got all these uh, exclusive content and started trying to kind of railroad Sony in the other, in the competition? um yeah they did but i think the motive was different i think there's two different motives i think 
Xbox was trying to gain market share. It was trying to be recognized as a legitimate console at the time because the original Xbox, yeah, it, it was successful, but no one really saw it as a legit competitor to Sony quite yet. So they did everything they could, you know, as far as releasing early, um, locking up exclusive content, you know, everything they did everything they could to to secure that market share. Um, Sony is is doing the same thing, trying to maintain market share, but the their motive as to you know why they're blocking crossplay is just a little bit different, if you ask me. Okay. I, I, I kind of don't agree with that only because when Xbox was on top last gen, they were still denying crossplay. That's true. Well, I think and that's that, the thing, right? It's it's like when you when you're on top, you make the rules. And that now you can be selfish and unfair yeah. right until like when things change. You know, see how Microsoft is all buddy buddy when Nintendo's saying we can play and we can share. Microsoft old wouldn't have done that. Well, Microsoft's new strategy is totally different. They want to be everywhere. They want to be PC. They want to be Android. They want to be iOS. They want to be Nintendo. They want to. They want their their uh, software on every device possible. Exactly. So their, their strategy is a little bit different now, uh, as opposed to the traditional strategy. Yeah, this is also not Don Matrix Microsoft or or Xbox division either. You know what I'm saying? Like. Phil has had since he's taken over, he's he's literally just been about, you know, oh, from, from congratulating Sony on their launch and shit. Like he's he's been about I don't care where you play it, just play games. You know, like that that's been his whole spiel since he since he took over. Like people saying, Oh, Microsoft used to do that. Like, yeah, you're right, they used to, but they're not the same company that they were in the 360 gen. They got their ass kicked this gen. Like <laughs> they can't they can't keep being that company that they were last gen. Fair enough. Uh, let me let me let me add my two cents. And again, uh, Yujiro Haima, uh, the my my resident Sony in the chat, says the reason uh, I feel this way. Uh, last generation, I didn't hear a peep out of the consumer when it comes to uh, paying for BS. But when you prefer consoles losing, everybody crying wolf. Uh, so, I mean that that's true to an extent. And then I think Fon's already touched upon it. Last gen, the the actions of last gen is the consequences that we have received this gen and then that could repeat itself so for instance paying for online now uh we had a chance to to nub that in the butt last gen you know what i mean and i, I maybe maybe that social media wasn't i don't know if it correct me if I'm wrong but social media was, wasn't it big last gen like was it were, were we vocal at all last gen like how yeah. we are now well, that's the thing. That's a great point. Now I was going to bring that up. Social media wasn't as big as it is now, especially with um, all the people really. I mean, there's people out there. You don't want to have a voice, but they got a damn voice. All right. Because of social media. So we're, we're constantly on Twitter. We're on, you know, different platforms and we're talking about this stuff now. Whereas before we might have been in forums complaining about it, you know, these closed off forums and maybe, you know, had if, 50 guys to 100 guys in, in one form talking about this, you know. Now it's opened up to thousands, millions, you know, across the world because of social media. So it's a very different situation now because some of us back then were complaining about some of this stuff. It's just that we didn't have this voice. Exactly. Now we do. And, and, and look, believe you me, man, I'm one of the guys who's always been in the middle of this console uh, situation. I, I've always loved all the consoles and stuff. I would always buy them and play for the games and uh i i always complained about uh any company if they were doing something wrong i always have 
And there's many of us that have. It's just that we didn't have that voice. Good point, though. Exactly. And and, then because of that, this happens. And now now we have the voice. I mean, to the point where, like, it made news. You know, gaming issues made, you know, global news when it came to Sony preventing crossplay for Fortnite. That made news, guys. Like, so we have an actual voice to stop all this BS that's happening. And I'm not saying that just being just because I'm an Xbox guys and my, you know, and my, my preference is losing. I would say that regardless, because as a, I like to play other consoles like fonts, I'm, I wouldn't classify myself as Mr. Natural or neutral. I like to play everywhere, but I do prefer the Xbox, but like enough is enough, man. You, Sony guys, I mean, you got, you can do what you want, I guess. Cause you know, Sony's winning and it may be next generation. When it gets even more ridiculous, I want you guys to remember. I don't know if you will remember what I just said. What happens now is going to affect what happens in the future. What we accept now is what we have to uh, live with down the road. So just keep that in mind. And the proof is in the pudding. Uh, Xbox Live, PlayStation Now, Nintendo Online, all those things that we have to pay for console gamers. You know what I mean? Like we're going into streaming service and all that stuff. Those guys don't have to pay online. And but yeah, I bet you console games will still have to pay online. And that's because we allowed it. So anyway, yeah. I, I'm going to yeah, get that, off my that, Bro, that, that's, that's a whole other topic about the streaming services. Uh, be careful what you guys wish for. That's all I got to say with that. Very, very good point. Uh, all right, so let's 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 move let's let's move gears here, man. I don't want to be all super negative, but I just wanted to touch upon that because it's it's been uh, the hottest news so far on Twitter this this week. Uh, let's let's move on to the Nintendo side again. Zero, I'm gonna throw this to you, man. So you said this is Reggie's last day in Nintendo, and the new Mister Mister Bowser took the reins, man. First of all, what do you think? I mean, do your piece on 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 the Nintendo world and what do you expect from Mr. Bowser, man? What does he bring and what do you hope that he brings to Nintendo? So I, I don't know much about Mr. Bowser yet. He came from the same position as Reggie as a chief of sales. Um, so I think he has sort of the same mindset. He seems to have a bit of the fun uh, that sort of runs through Nintendo's upper echelon of corporate. Like they seem to like really enjoy just being silly or, you know, having it. You know, he posted a picture of saying Bowser is a part of this. And then, you know, in the background, you see Mario and Luigi kind of tied up. So he, he's fully aware of one, just like, you know, my name is Bowser and I run Nintendo, North American region. Like, you know, what a perfect name for a perfect job. Um, so I look forward to seeing him. I would like to see a bit, something similar to Reggie, but maybe a bit more free spirited. Um, what made Reggie, I think, very unique and interesting is that he he really seemed to like lean into and believe this. He didn't. He never felt like any of though he was. He never felt like a corporate suit. Um, it always felt genuine, even though it sometimes was a bit cringy. Um, but he seemed to focus on like remember specifically. Remember, guys, we're Nintendo, and one of our primary audiences has always been children. And, you know, always got to keep your hardcore grown-up gamers in there. But let's remember, you know, that children still like these things. Children love Animal Crossing and Pokemon and Pinkman and all of these things that, you know, the outside world, the, the, the people who play Call of Duty professionally and stuff like that might not even consider or think about. Um, so what I'd like to see from Bowser is sort of more of that, understanding that these are still games. 
Um, yes, it's a product. Yes, for some, it's a lifestyle. But it's still games, man. And like, we want to have fun. And you, if you run by that mantra of fun, I think that you will always be successful um, when it comes to what is at, at base an entertainment product. Uh, so I, you know, I wish the best for Mr. Bowser. I look forward to what he's bringing, um, and I hope that he is as much of a face as Reggie was. Uh, I have to just shout out Reggie for being, you know, he was the face of Nintendo, and I really think he changed it in the same way that uh, who's the old PlayStation ad guy, Kevin something, who used Ken to have Kudaragi? Ken Kudaragi, yeah. you talking about? Ken, yeah. Um, you know, he was the face of PlayStation for a very long time, and it was a very successful ad campaign because you couldn't separate the two. If you thought PlayStation, you thought him. If we see him, uh, you know, it's the PlayStation guy. Is that, is that the same guy? I didn't mean to cut you. That's the same guy that said he got a second job, or if you want to that buy was PlayStation Three. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I was about to say. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Ridge Racer. All right, I still defend. Oh, that's it. Oh, oh, he's the guy with the uh, you attack the crab for massive damage. That that dude. <laughs> hey, I love him, man. He, he got some problems, but I love him. Do you remember oh, when he said that Game Boy was a handheld gaming ghetto? I'll never forget. <laughs> Yo, the shots. I love it. I love it. Hey, so, go, go ahead, Gerald, and finish your thing. You know, Reggie has been part of Nintendo since 2003. I think he's had a pretty illustrious career. Um, you know, he was he's there for the DS, he's there for the Wii, he's there for the Wii U as well. So he all of, he wasn't all hits. Um, but you know, I, I, I just you know, just to give a shout out to Reggie for being that sort of wonderful face for Nintendo, the face of the directs. Um, you know, my, my body is ready, the memes, the images, uh, an immigrant uh, born to Haitian immigrants. I mean, like everything, what a, you know, what a wonderful story, what a wonderful man, and I hope whatever his next moves are in life, you know, they're enjoyable, makes it through. Uh, that's what's up. And real quick, I said it, Royal, Royal Boyle, man, shout out to you, my bro. He said Kevin Butler, he was just an actor, though. Yeah, you talking about, oh, you're talking about the actual ad. Yeah, those were pretty, those were pretty good, because he had that uh, kind of like that dry humor thing going on. Yeah, and I say it was like he... And a, and a very punchable face. Yeah, it was an act, but like he... I think for a while he was definitely associated with PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was perfect. If I could ramble just for a quick second, when he came out at his one E3 appearance, he was on stage. Sony knew that after that moment, they use him as much more, right? Because he, he was building up to it. It was like the launch of the PlayStation Move, and everybody. So I, I, I thought Sony did somehow a wonderful. Damn, Kobe, you buying like crazy, man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to see, let you fix that, and let uh, ask zero a quick question before we move on to to the other panel members. So for Bowser, you, so you're saying you want you want Nintendo to, to to remain fun and to keep fun in their games. You're not at all concerned about Nintendo maybe moving on to more modern practices, maybe a little bit more hardcore than it than it is, because it feels like to me. I used to be a Nintendo guy, and I I jumped ship due to them no longer talking to me as a as a gamer like how how i grew as a gamer they didn't grow with me you, you don't have any concerns about that or are you okay with nintendo having their identity being primarily a kid's console i, I don't have any problem with that i uh, i think when you look at we are inevitably going to grow out of 
what the products that they're offering. Um, and that's okay. You know, we don't ask Jim, the Jim Henson company to make the Muppets more modern for us. They're for kids and Good they point. stay for that. And that's perfectly fine because every day there's a new kid who's going to pick up a system for the first time. Um, you know, I think I said it before when asked about uh, modern gaming, today is such a wonderful time to be a gamer and to play. Uh, and you can come from any background, anywhere. It's no longer sort of like this closed in loop. It's everywhere for everyone. Um, and you know, that's for, for Nintendo, that's been their motto. Certainly, I think they can update a few things, um, chat, you know, basic stuff. Um, but I think their overall the process has been fine. People have been claiming Doom for Nintendo since 86, man. here. <laughs> The entire time, and one of the only, I mean, they do other stuff, but one of the only, like, purest, if you will, of actual video game companies. That's their bread and butter, video games. Yeah, right here, away from this tomorrow, and nothing will change with them. <laughs> and Sony might go out of business if they drop PlayStation, but they do have other products. And so that, you know, I, sometimes you got to let Nintendo just do Nintendo. Good point, man. Good point. All right, so I'm gonna send this to Nubs. And what do you, what do you think, man? Do you do you wish Nintendo's going hardcore, or wish they were going this direction? Or what do you what do you expect from Bowser? And what could he bring? I don't want them to go hardcore. the The whole point of Nintendo is they are fun. You say what you want. Oh, they, you know they're not. They don't have the strongest system on the market. They don't have this. They don't have that. Their games are fun. At the end of the day, isn't that what this is about? I don't want them to get away from that. Because once they get away from that. On, I mean, on, on like for money wise, because their hands are only in the gaming pot, they can't really compete with the other two if they try to go that route. They're doing, they, they're they're staying in their lane, and that lane is is evolving. Like it's it it is where we're still, they're actually getting third party support now for for the Switch that's not shovelware. You know, we're actually getting some some decent games. Like being able to play Dark Souls on a Switch on a plane is dope. Is is it is it as good point. as being able to play it at home? No, but. You, you know, five years ago, you couldn't you couldn't play Dark Souls <laughs> mobily anywhere. So it, it it's a good thing for them to kind of stay where they're at. But that that's that's not to say that they won't try to change it up or, you know, make more mature games. They they have the capability. They have studios that can make pretty much whatever the hell they want. They they, they can they can do that. But they're yeah. still going to focus on their their pillar franchises because you notice nobody has Mario fatigue, nobody has Zelda fatigue like that. That that doesn't exist. But Gears fatigue exists, Halo fatigue exists, like Call of Duty fatigue sets in at some point. You know, like other 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 brands and series don't have that that staying power like Nintendo. They they release the right amount of games with the right amount of time between them, so that you're not like, God damn it, I'm tired of playing a Mario game. So that's a good point. I, I I absolutely hope they stay the course, but there are things that they can do to. I don't want to say modernize, but um, evolve their formula going forward. There, I mean, people's people's tastes and stuff change, but but am am I going to turn down a Legend of Zelda game? Absolutely not. They they they, right. they can throw that on the cardboard box though. I'm gonna go out and get that. So. All right, man. So you yeah, see, you a closet, closet Nintendo fan. I see. I must be the only one that disagrees completely. But Pharaoh, man, someone else here have some common sense and and, and enlighten these people, man. I want Nintendo to have actual online. 
you know, shit like that. Move to the 2000. Right. And, and, and that, like, that's, something have, they have that. that's something they can change, but they don't have don't, as much money as the other two. I don't <laughs> want, uh, does it take that much money to be able to not give your friends your social security number to play online together? Like what's going on I, with that? But anyway, Pharaoh, <laughs> Pharaoh, do, what, what do you, what do you think about Bowser? Um, what do you, what do you think he'll bring into, and what do you hope he brings to Nintendo in the future? Uh, I haven't really followed him enough to know what he's going to bring, but I do know that with the expansion of uh, the relationship between Xbox and Nintendo, that they will be using um, Xbox for online play in the future, um, based on the things I've been reading. So um, I would expect that to definitely expand. Um, I think they should kind of stay in their lane, evolve it a little bit. But stay what you do. Stay, stay doing what you're doing. Evolve the mobile world because that's where you dominate. And um, we'll keep coming. And we'll keep coming to Nintendo for you know a cheap, fun to play console. Like, I so, mean, so you you with the rest of the guys then basically? I, I I'm with what they do. Like, if you want to have some hardcore third party games, sure. If you want to allow that in there, that'd be great. Uh, I'm not telling them not to do that. Um, I think weren't they the first ones to have the uh, Metal Gear Solid remake? Um, I, back in the day. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, there's precedence for it. If if third party wants to put it there, and so and Nintendo, I encourage them to be open to it. But as far as you know, keep doing what you're doing with the with the Nintendo Legend of Zelda Donkey Kong. I mean, you own those licenses; they're profitable. People like them. Keep doing what you're doing, but I mean, lean on the third parties to expand the more hardcore round because that's that's not where you're at. Um, maybe maybe one day they'll they'll make one, but I mean, for right now, where they're at is, is fine because they're, right. they're they're meeting a need. All right, fair enough. And then I guess before I go, Cole, Cole for you there, man, or if not, I guess I'll, I'll address my 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 concerns and points. What do what do you think about Bowser, man? And what do you think? And what do you want Nintendo? To become in the future with the new leadership in the, at least in america i just want a new metroid game <laughs> i'll be honest 2076 my guy <laughs> <laughs> if i get a new metro game i will probably say bowser's the best guy ever and reggie did a lot of great things i also really appreciate reggie and and his reaction to some of the things that, that, that reggie <laughs> yeah but a new metroid game I saw that they're, you know, remaking, is it Link's Awakening? I want to see a Link to the Past remade. <laughs> That's another one for me. What a You mentioned a lot of old games, but you ain't vote for God of War back, you know, last version. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I see a positive that has come out of the Switch so far. I'm really getting more ports. I, I, I know that sounds like a disc, but the fact that they're selling well enough that Fans are like, you bring Persona over here or bring yeah. to our, our consoles. Great. So, that's, I mean, figure point. out your online. That That's a huge ding. It just isn't there. If they hard to, I, I, I hate to say this, I think they should try Like, well, the last IP they revived was what, like Kid Icarus on 3DS? They need to, they need to try a little bit harder bringing something back. Besides that, okay, I think they're going in the right direction. The, the points you made out about adding third-party content to Nintendo is a very, very good point. Even though it's it's later later down the road, it's almost as if 
um, the Switch is kind of stepping out of the of it being a secondary console because what? Yeah, honestly, you know, one of the the things that is criticized about the Switch is that it can't be a main style, you know, main state console or a primary console because they don't have the games that other consoles have. But if you're starting to get Hellblade and Cuphead and all these other games um, onto the Switch, you know, if you don't mind the graphics and the, you know, the downgrade of graphics fidelity, you could theoretically just have the Switch and be okay with that. You know? Yeah. So, so that's, that's a, that's an interesting take. Um, I want to see Fonz, are you here, man? Are you, are you back yet? He's over there wrestling his, uh, his family and stuff. All right. So my take on this, I haven't, I haven't bought a Nintendo console for myself in a while, man. Like the last Nintendo console that I bought, I think it was the, it's the N64. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's that long ago. I, I, I've been removed from playing some of my favorite games ever, like Zelda. I love Zelda. Like, but I, you know, it's just not enough for me to buy a Nintendo console because they don't, they're not modern enough. I mean, like when I mean by modern enough, I'm not talking about like the technology they have, like the switch and it being portable that, that in itself is modern, but I mean the online infrastructure, I'm glad that they copied Xbox's controller, though. That's dope. I mean, that's a step in the process. Shout out to Sony. You should do the same. But the online is not there for me, man, and I need that. So eventually, though, because they, they have so much this gen, like a lot of games I want to try out, Aquapath Aco Traveler, uh, you know, obviously the Mario games and the Zelda games. But uh, I think that when that Pokemon drops, man, I might I might finally, finally break and buy one, man. Just, just might do it. So shout out to Zero for that. I, and I was about to say, like, so the online is pretty good, but like, even of the games you mentioned, none of those really require online. There's nothing True. That's, that's, that's a good point. Out of them. Like, I get Smash because you can't really talk about Nintendo without Smash and right. have kind of a poor online infrastructure for Smash is horrible. Um, it's, it's, it's not great. I, I, there's no excuse for it, and I'll never let them kind of get away with it. Uh, but I, you know, outside of that, there's so much, and even Smash can really hold your attention for a very long time just in offline mode. Um, but again, Octopath Traveler, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, the new Link's Awakening that's coming out. Like these are things that some of them are classic, and so I actually do agree with Kofi. I really would like to see some older IPs get revitalized. Kid Icarus. Um, everybody's asking for it, so why not give a Golden Sun? Um, Ooh, Golden Sun. Oh shit! That's yeah, a big yeah. Right in my feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the roster of Smash Bros. and see who we can like tap and bring back. Like they managed to like remodernize Pauline, the kind of throwaway girl from Donkey Kong. So I want to go on on Smash Brothers. Gomon, I mean Quest sixty four or Quest Switch now, if that's what you want to call it. Heck, have Rockstar make another uh, Body Harvest game? I don't know, but try give us. You got a long, varied history. Um, I'd be excited to see what they can really bring back and what they can modernize. Mario's benefited from it. Samus has benefited from it. Link has benefited from it. Who else can benefit from it? You, you've got a just a huge cast of characters. Hmm. Fair enough, man. You guys, you guys definitely made very valid arguments, and maybe I'm just by like by myself here. 
Um, I mean, Nintendo definitely has a place in the fact that they've survived the longest out of all all uh, manufacturers. Sony survived longest. Sony, Xbox. You know, I mean, they were battling. Were they battling? Like, who were the contenders back then? Wasn't it? I, it's like that's that's Fonz era. So I don't even I don't even know. Like, I mean, we have Sega. We got Atari, we, Sega. Remember, that's, and Sega came out with what uh, Sega makes in the games that Nintendo don't. Right? They came very facts. hard. You know? facts. And you know, that's, 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 a, that's a good segue too to to the next topic that I'm gonna address. But yeah, so shout out to Nintendo. Shout out to you know what I mean. Bowser coming in. Hopefully, you guys can steady the ship because I don't want Nintendo to go away. Even though I talk a lot of trash about Nintendo, because I still have a soft spot for them. And then eventually, man, I will probably go back to where I started. So we'll see. Um, next topic. And then you were talking about how Nintendo coming at uh, the rivals back then. You know, would you say Nintendo makes games Sega don't? Or you say, well, how, how do you? Sega makes games Nintendo don't. Exactly. Okay. So that, so that, that battle between the companies, you know, I feel like. We kind of missed it a little bit this gen, and I feel like it's starting to rear its head back in, and and more so, more or less so towards Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft's been playing very, very, uh, you know, I'm getting beat up, so I can't say anything, not you know, bad. You know, I'm just gonna just beat a Mr. Nice Guy the whole time while we're in third place or second place. Um, funny enough, once a new challenger in Google came in, I feel like it, maybe it's just me. I feel like Microsoft kind of started to change their tune a little bit. Have you guys noticed that at all? Like the E3 and then like, okay, yeah, you did, you did good Google, but we're about to show you what's really, what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like Phil Spencer kind of responded to Google's uh, announcement. Uh, let me see. Actually, I'm going to throw this to Nubs. You, you know anything about that? What do you, what is your take? Do you, do you feel the energy shift at all between Microsoft being nice to like, all right, it's time, it's time to actually start being a bully again. Well, I mean, they're not going to be a bully in the console space, but Google is a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and their biggest thing is what content do you have? And that's a very valid question. <laughs> like if we're gonna if we're but gonna compare libraries, though. if we're no, but if we're gonna compare libraries when the stadia launches compared to what XCloud is going to bring, this that that is that that they're not close. They're not close at all. Okay. So but 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 my point is I don't I don't even have that has Microsoft even even a, try to approach that? Like that that the audacity to come at you know, stated talking about, yeah, that's 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 cool and all. Yeah, y'all have the infrastructure. Phil Spencer saying, but you don't have, you don't have the the software to back up what you're trying to do. And I guess they're trying to claim that we do, and we're going to show you at E3. Well, just, just, go it ahead. goes beyond that, though. It, it the reason why he's saying that is because, of course, they've got third party um, friendships, deals, Facts. and stuff yep. like that, and they've got an established, you know, base there with all these different uh, parties involved, including first party that they're building upon now. Not just that, though. The thing is, is Microsoft is in a way better position than Google when it comes to this streaming situation, because not only do they have the infrastructure, uh, a library, a vast library to, uh, of games to start off with, but they've also got um, the player base that will try it out. Um, true. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So I, I think they're confident in that situation and rightly so, because they have options. Like you don't have to be tied to just their streaming service. You can be a, a Xbox uh, gamer on their console and you can also try their, you, you know, use their streaming service. Google, there's no options. You're either streaming or you're out. And, and that's the problem they face. 
Yeah, so. that's true. They're, they're trying to just bypass the console market completely. And uh, mm-hmm. other, others have tried that in the past and it's completely failed. Shout out to Valve and Steam. Um, <laughs> real, real quick, I'm gonna pass it on, man. Uh, let's let's go to let's go to Pharaoh, man. What do you, what do you think about this? What do you think about Phil Spencer addressing Google? And what are your thoughts on on that? Um, I mean, I thought Phil Spencer, you know, I, I don't think he was taken surprised by anything Google did. I think the only thing that 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 he only thought was you know really interesting was was the YouTube factor, how they integrated it into that. But I think you know. Xbox has been preparing for this for years. I know me and Kofi, um, we've constantly had these conversations about Xbox's broader plan is is beyond just the the Xbox as we see it today, and we're seeing it, you know, with Play Anywhere and and now pushing to um, different operating systems, different consoles. Um, I, I don't think Google, if if their intent is to go at what Xbox is trying to do, I don't, I don't think they they stand a shot. I think, I think that I think Google has a market that they can touch, but it's a limited market. I mean, you're going to need a pretty fast internet connection, and I mean, you're you're, I doubt they're going to really have strong exclusives for at least three to five years. I, I kind of feel like Microsoft, when when it comes to the original Xbox, kind of lucked into Halo. Um, Agreed. So. Um, I mean, these these things, they, they take a lot of time, a lot of infrastructure, and I really just don't know how committed Google is financially um, to, to, to actually putting in that infrastructure and building up that goodwill with a fan base. Yes, it's, it's going to take a lot of money, man, and it's very hard to start from zero. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's where Microsoft and Sony or, you know, the guys that's already in the industry has an advantage, you know, on that. So, Zero, what do, what do you think about this? I know you're not an Xbox guy. Well, I, and I wanted to kind of ask sort of Xbox folks. I had a yeah, how, how close is Microsoft's Microsoft to uh, Microsoft gaming? Like how much like their relationship is it? Are they like separate or the, are they off on their own sort of island or does like the company mandate policy and sort of feel go all the way through? Originally, so, they were a redheaded stepchild. They like, were absolutely they were, like, yep. like, like they like Microsoft had like their foot on their neck and saying, this is all you can do and this is all you're going to do. So like they're, they had very limited movement mm-hmm. and resources after the 360, um, after um, Bill Gates stepped down. But um with the new CEO, I, I can never get his name right. Nadella, Satya Nadella. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he has identified um, gaming as the the company's probably one of the company's top income potential um, revenue streams in the future. So he's opened up the full checkbook. He put Phil Spencer on the board of directors, um, which is the first time anyone in the Xbox division has had a position that high. So they have a lot of freedom. They have a lot of control over what they're able to do. Um, that's why we're seeing all these studios being bought up and things like that. So we're seeing they, they have a lot of access to Microsoft resources now. And and I asked because I was curious to see how much of like the influence of Microsoft, like, you know, before Bill Gates was notoriously ruthless. Um, so mm-hmm. when another competitor comes along, he particularly like old 90s Bill Gates will crush you. And without like, we'll still look without even like thinking twice about it. He'll crush you. So I wonder if that part of that philosophy is coming from Google 
uh, or coming from Microsoft when Google steps into this place because that's Google, exactly the point I'm making. Go ahead. Unlike or Nintendo or Sega or any other really the game guys, they're more like Microsoft and they're like absolute dominance in the technical world. Um, I think we're gonna find that out at E3. And so yeah, I'm so I'm looking to see like is part of it also them being very cautious, like, well, Google, why are you in our space? You're the closest like us. Right. Uh, so we we're not very comfortable with you. Um, and we have already carved out that space as the giant tech company that also does games. Mm. So we don't really need another one. Um, and it, it, it doesn't help that like what they're saying, some is being backed up by facts, right? Like, do we have the infrastructure to pull this off? Google, I, you know, they don't believe they do. And arguably they would know, right? Like if anybody's going to know it's the pe folks at Microsoft who probably cautiously monitor Google all the time to see what moves they're making because at any moment, Google can become their biggest competitor. Right. And, 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 and then, um, and, that, and that's the kind of point I mean, I was trying to, I wanted to see what Kofi's point, but he's been having issues with his uh, connection. Um, so apologize for that guys. But, and then you touched, you touched, uh, touched the topic I was trying to, trying to get to zero is that Microsoft and Google are in the same fields and other, in other aspects, you know, the big, tech companies and i felt like the toes were starting to be you know fringed upon more so than more so than sony i think you know i think microsoft knows okay we can't really compete them in the console space as as in like take it over because they just have so such a foothold in it in, in europe where, where microsoft's pretty much almost non-existent other than forza in asian countries again non-existent and i mean they're making strides which is good for us gamers but they're doing that so they they can branch out to you know to touch the as, as their goal like the the billion gamers, as you say, but when Google entered the market, and I was shout out to Randall Thor. Check out his video on, on uh, I guess uh, Phil Spencer's response to, to Google. It kind of reminded me of like, hey man, like they stepped on my shoes, and I, you know, <laughs> you know, you know how some people get now. It's time to like we have to react. No, that's what it, this is like. Some old school tech beef, like Exa exactly. I I think we will know for sure. Like, I think we'll have a couple indicators. And the first indicator will be how powerful is Scarlet or whatever the next Xbox is going to be called. If they make it like just so powerful that it's not, it doesn't make financial sense for Sony to even try to make a system that's that powerful at launch, that'll be a strong indicator. If they, if they, if they say that we've acquired another three studios, that'll be another strong indicator. Um, we already know it's already been leaked that they're going to have a bunch of exclusive titles to show. Um, but if we see just overwhelming, hey, we're coming with this and that, I think that'll be the biggest indicator that, you know, they're kind of going with the 90s uh, Microsoft approach to uh, how they're going to deal with this. All right, man, uh, that, that's a very good point. Kobe, man, is you, you fix your internet connection, man? Get off a of PS PlayStation Network. I've been trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> man, so I got I, I got new update for the PC hours before the podcast, and it ruined the OS. So I'm trying to get in there and get a stable connection. I'm running on the phone. But real quick, I, I do want to talk about – we talk about Redeem itself. The what? No, no, we're, we're, we're talking about uh, uh, Microsoft – 
um, and Google, where you know Microsoft or more more or less Phil Spencer's answering the the Google call. Like like I was just I did an analogy oh, where I felt like Microsoft got their you know their shoes stepped on by Google. Like hey, this is our console space and our tech space and what we're trying to do with cloud. And you're in you're in this environment now, and we've dealt with you in other places. So now it's like now it's on. Like all right. I'm I'm feeling threatened, and I you know we don't appreciate that. It's Microsoft's going from, you know, let's all get along, let's survive together with Nintendo to like, Phil Spence like you don't have games, and we're gonna show you. You know what I mean? Like it's different. Right now, as a guy who refuses to spend money on Microsoft games, I have more faith in them than Stadia. Like once I saw the the latency for Stadia alone, I'm like I don't want that. Like I I I I'm just gonna play on my console at that point. Yeah? Like. That that's gonna be the biggest make or break for me is gonna be how long it takes between me pressing a button and something happening on the screen there. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I again, I I guess I'm kind of early my little my little take on this. But I feel like I honestly felt like it lit a fire under them, and I hope so because I want I want Microsoft to be start to be a little bit more bullish, man. It's only good for us if they do that. I'll use Stadia to play Mrs. Pac Man and Snake <laughs> Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that's 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 like the apple apple stuff but anyway that's not the topic anyway so let's move on to that let's i saw a uh, shout out to dirt griggity he has a he has a video talking about microsoft uh well he talked about how nintendo had a really bad generation in the uh the wii the wii u shout out to zero um playstation you know sony having a down generation you know you know they still came back but i mean playstation 3 started off like a dumpster fire Shout out to Kofi, and and now now Xbox One having, you know, I was it's not a complete failure because they make money, but a failure in the sense that the race wasn't even close, man. Shout out to shout out to Nubs here. So, do you think is it possible that that Microsoft could bounce back some like a la like a Switch, a PlayStation Four, or is it too late? What do you, what do you think? Or maybe maybe it's not like it was last year because of the libraries. What's what's your take on it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this to I want to Fonzie. Are you back? Is Fonzie? If he's not back, then I'm gonna take it to zero. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Can 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 Microsoft bounce back? Is it possible for them to bounce back? Absolutely. Um, they are. You know, we have now solidified that these are the big three, and so it looks like we're gonna kind of ebb and flow with the time as things goes on. Uh, where there always has to be one winner. Uh, but, you know, even in this generation, I don't think, I don't think Xbox gamers lost. I'll do it that way. They certainly lost the battle, if, you know, if there ever is one to really focus on. But Xbox gamers still got some good stuff, and the Xbox One is a good system. Um, so they can certainly bounce back because, at least from all, uh, you know, everything we've been seeing and reading, they understood why they failed the first time. Um, and that's, you know, that's key. You know, we just talked about this with the, uh, the Anthem article. Look at what we did wrong or what someone else did wrong, and now let's do better. Um, so putting someone like Phil in charge, giving them a seat at the board of the directors, um, that shows to me at least that they're invested in doing better this time and focusing on like, what do gamers want? And specifically, like if they're really, you know, diving deep into it, it might just be the method of what do Western gamers want? Because that's their market. That's their core market. Um, it might is that, be. Is that enough to close the gap? 
or compete? I think it's enough to compete. Um, close the gap, I don't know. Well, it really, it's, it doesn't take so much you have to close the gap as someone else messing up. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, you know, let, let's say we rewrite time here and the Wii comes out before the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So you, you're riding high off something excellent like the Wii, you beat out the PS2, you beat out the, uh, the original Xbox, but when PS3 and 360 come out, you drop the GameCube. Now it's anybody's game now. Like, cause you, it's not that Xbox or Sony did anything better, it's that you did something very bad. And so now you've lost, you've cut yourself out of this. So they're all Xbox for Sony, most likely, on it, to do something wrong, mess up. Uh, think they know better and you know time and time again is proven that when whoever is normally on the top does not really have a sense of how do we stay on top yep, yep. Right. okay I'm, I'm gonna send it straight to straight to kofi on this as well do you think because you like i said nintendo bounced back after having a a horrible generation playstation 3 bounced back after having a dumpster fire of a playstation 3 start a launch do you think microsoft could bounce back and if they can do you think they'll be more competitive or or what? And you just <laughs> go damn Kofi going. So in. I think that Microsoft can certainly bounce back. Um, but I, I also think that I, I, I wanted to throw out there, I disagree with Reggie in the way that uh he said that gamers won. I think I want to recognize that Xbox One is very disappointing for a large number of Xbox gamers. Xbox yeah. 360 had me entertained thinking about in PlayStation's first three years because of their price. That's how good Xbox 360 was. And when you compare a console to itself, you need to realize they didn't even try even this late in the generation. They tried with their services and Mm -hmm. it shows something. um, They are focusing on the number one thing that they do great services. But I think when you're missing the number one priority for why we're all here having this conversation, it, it, it shows its head in, in the worst way. I think they will redeem themselves and they're going to have this long-term game where they're going to have all these developers and they're going to be making great games. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I, right. I think people think that E3, you guys can hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're good. You're good. You, both PlayStation and Xbox gamers think that E3 ball for Xbox. When the reality is the next five years are really where we'll know if Xbox is here for what they say they're here for. Because didn't somebody, I've heard ongoing conversations with this. I will claim I haven't seen the articles myself, but Phil Spencer has mentioned that this generation or this year coming out will be the most impressive year that Xbox has ever had for he, games, right? He says that We're going to have these cavalcade of great exclusives. So while they do have the devs now, I see the devs, I'm not going to ignore them. I want gamers to realize that a span of time is how you can tell a console is impressive. Not one E3 showing. E3 2016 for PlayStation 3 was incredible. But what we'll remember is that from 2015 to 2019, we got nine interesting things like Bloodborne or Uncharted 
right, for or Lost Legacy, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, hopefully Tsushima soon, and 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 more. Backwards, it's a, they they added a lot. They had software, yeah. add the three sixty library. Go, go, go That's a huge Spencer win for the. Your <laughs> you got to cut me. No, 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 I'm saying Phil Spencer's trying to cut your mic, man. You're going in and out a lot. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. But, yeah. uh, nah, I, I know you're passionate yeah, about yeah, it. I, wanna, on. I mean, you know, it's all good. It's just when you go to your, to your long-winded tirade, it's hard to do when you're uh, on that PlayStation Network. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so, that ain't right. Yeah, exactly. So before I go to Fonz, man, I, we got to counter that poniness with with some Xboxness, man. Nels, what do you think, man? Tell this man that he's tripping. You you are indeed tripping, sir. You really are. So are we going to talk about the beginning of the gen when Sony had like fuck all for exclusives, like <laughs> like for hey, but, no, but Nels, but Nels, man. To be fair, man, we've been telling <laughs> in that argument. It's it's what you've done for me lately and lately. Oh, it, it, it absolutely is. What have you done for me lately and Okay, so the games that Microsoft have come out with lately haven't rated high. I mean, Crackdown's crap. It, it is. I thought it was going to be better than what it is. It's, it's garbage. But, <laughs> not, <laughs> but to not give... Oh, let, let, let me mute Kofi's mic. He's enjoying this too much. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it is. I played it. I played, I played a lot of it. It's garbage. Um, but um, you got something like... I, I hate touchback on it, but fucking Sea of Thieves, dude. Like This is about to be a completely different game starting on the 29th. Let the man breathe, man. Go ahead. Now let him land. Let him land. Go ahead, nose, man. Do your thing. So, so yeah, but then and then you, you got shit like like Forza Horizon. Like it's it's not like they're coming out with garbage. Like watch Gears 5 be fucking amazing once it comes out. Facts. Like that that should already I feel like that's about to be their last of us, like to close their gen out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we learned some shit. After getting our ass kicked, here's here's what we're, you know, here's the type of shit we're gonna be on. So so okay so 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 you, you're announcing on these, and you're right. Gear, Gears Five could be a Last of Us moment in the sense that it's a, it's not a new game, but they they're they're adding, the game is the game is different than what we know what Gears are for to be. So do you think they're gonna close the gap? Or what do you expect for I, Microsoft and Xbox next generation? I expect it to be competitive. Like I said, cl- closing the gap is going to come down to what um, Kofi said as far as sustainability. Like they could shoot out the gate with like some great shit, but what we need to see is su- sustained performance with that. You know what I'm saying? They can't drop. Oh yeah, we launch with a bunch of great games and then we get nothing for the rest of the gen. Like they have to be able to pace themselves and figure out what needs to get launched when and just bombard us with a steady stream of great games. If they can do that, absolutely. I could see the switch flipping the other way there. Even, right. even if they can't quite get there, but you know, like I said, they drop, they just drop jewels on us all next gen. Like I said, the, the gap will indeed close there. All right, it's, but it's gonna, it's gonna come down to how how they're playing the long game. All right, so let's 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 get to our resident hater right now, Mister Jay Fonzarelli. Do you disagree, man? I know your favorite game is Sea of Thieves, and you're looking forward to that new update. T- tell us, are, do you think Xbox will make a comeback? And if so, will it be close? And what do you expect for Xbox next generation? Mm, as I've always stated, anybody can make a good comeback. It, it, in this industry, all it takes is one thing, games, okay? That's all it takes to get the gamers excited. They have to prove that. Because right now, 
let's face it, they're competing uh, as far as uh, making money, you know, but who cares about that? As a gamer, I want to see games. So that's what they have to compete on. And, and that's where I'm wondering where their headspace is at because they seem to be branching out more in terms of um, wanting to make more money, more uh, revenue streams with, with streaming and everything else that they're diving into Game Pass rather than really focusing on um, games. That's what we've seen in the past. Now that they've got all these studios, right? Um, these studios, it, it perks my interest because, you know, some of these studios are really talented. Yep. And um, the, the one studio, the initiative, has some really talent, uh, talented developers in, involved. So um, we're looking at, at a totally new situation for this generation, honestly. Um, it's at the end of the generation. We ain't going to see any of these games uh, probably until next gen. Um, but if this E3 sets up next gen for it puts microsoft in a good light for next gen that's a big win for them and i'm not saying that they're going to win out over sony i'm just saying that that's a win for them if they show some good games because it'll get people excited to buy the consoles and start changing that landscape and that mindset about xbox because right now th that mindset it's in the toilet with a lot of gamers let's face Back. it it's on twitter every day um i don't want to see that so all they got to show look at e3 they show one big new heavy hitter, and that's all it freaking takes to get people to start to change their mind about Xbox. That's all yeah. it takes, dude. You show a badass game, and you're gonna get the gamers. Yeah, do do what do what Sony does, man. And that in that aspect, you gotta drop a bomb like that, one dope trailer, and be like, okay, and, and bro. And I gotta just say, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay three, that ain't gonna do it. They need to bring a heavy hitting AAA game. Uh, and, and I say a brand new IP. I mean, look at what Sony has done with, you know, games like Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, people could say what they want about that game on the Xbox side. But, you know, and, and as far as like there's certain aspects of it, I don't think are, are fantastic. But the combat, the story, not the story, the combat, the, ga the gameplay, it, it's fun. And, and they, they got a brand new hit IP over there. And that's what microsoft needs to invest in something like that they need to get and get their own sort of horizon zero dawn and i know they touched on that saying that they were going to create something like that i want to see it uh, they got to prove to me because right now i'm on the fence on even buying an anaconda because no here's why i'm, I'm about to call rdx right now oh, there <laughs> you know. there you know. we talk about this all the time the reason is, is because I can play their new games on the Xbox One X. So am I going to, if I can, am I going to jump forward, buy another, you know, $500, $600 console to play Sea of Thieves? You know, I got to see, no, no, I, it's not really di di directing necessarily Sea of Thieves, but that's the type of games we've been seeing lately. You know, as much as I love Cuphead, um, that's, that's just not the AAA experience that I want from these companies. Um, so, I mean, that's part of it, but I, I, I need those big games, those, those, you know, big, but Fonz, that, that water looks so good. <laughs> hey, hey, Kobe, shut your damn mouth, man. <laughs> so, I mean, in the end, bro, in the end, I mean, like I said, the, the tides can't turn. It just takes one big game, man. Yep. Uh, fair enough, man. And then like you just, just to add before I send it to Pharaoh. You were talking about a new IP, man. So Ninja Theory's in the house. Their new IP should be shown. So we'll see. 
And I agree with you on that, man. A new IP, get get the fan base and other people rejuvenated, and then, you know, let's go from there. And hopefully, you know, hopefully we don't have, you know, less Crackdown 3, you know, and more, more new, fresh things like, you know. Oh, like you know, Horizon. think about this, bro. Even if you're not going, you know, they definitely need fresh new IPs. Uh, I still stick to that. But let's say they show a great new reboot of Halo with Halo Infinite. That would be uh, amazing for them. That would yep. be amazing for yep. them. Yep. And and that would be a big win. That's the things that, you know, Microsoft needs to do. Uh, you know, uh, man, so, Sony has proven that games matter most in this situation. Not features, not not services. It's the games at the end of the day. Fons, let me, let me ask, let me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Let me ask you a question. Now, we, we, we talked about, I don't know if you're here, we talked about Nintendo and how they do their own thing, and that, that's what makes yeah. them successful. We talked about, you know, in the past, Sony and how their games are are what makes them successful i necessarily don't want microsoft to copy sony because no cause, i know you don't want a carbon copy you don't want the same thing you don't want them to have just you know nothing but single player exclusives and stuff like that no they could do their services they could do their streaming games but they have to bring those triple a games man they have to bring something new fresh and, fun. and and yes quality i mean i i said sony has proven that nintendo has proven that as much as I don't like uh, a lot of these Nintendo games that do come out, a lot of people do, and they sell very well, and that's why the Switch is selling the way it is. That's why it's sold the way it has, because games, at the end of the day, are the most important thing in this hobby. I don't care what people say about their features, their friends, where they play at. No, it's the games, that, at the end of the day, that get you to buy these consoles, period, period. Re Really quick, Fonz, I wanted to piggyback on and the fact that not only was Microsoft really good at doing games, or even late OG gen, they had a great idea to implementing online play, like having the two together and allowing the games to both be so successful was awesome, right? The first time you played Mechasol or Gears of War. And I hope they continue to do that with the cloud space. It's just crazy that we went a whole gen and we're basically missing that opportunity. That's a good point. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. All right, man. Fer Feral, man. All this negativity. What do What do you think, man? Can you counter what Fonz is saying? Do you think Xbox could bounce back? And are you confident? What say you? I'm actually pretty confident that that Microsoft is going to bounce back. I feel that um, Phil Spencer is a really competent uh, executive. I think he knows what gamers want, um, and I think he has. The money to 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 back them, but but hold, hold on hold on real quick. You said F Phil Spencer knows what the gamers want. This guy wanted Crackdown Three, man. <laughs> Voodoo Vince as well. Did he really though? Yeah, <laughs> that's his too. game. Voodoo Vince. Uh, you know what's what's the other one that I? How's uh, that card based game? The Japanese one. Uh, I forgot. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Here, here's the thing though, like Venom Dust, like, like that, he wanted all those games. Pharaoh is saying that, you know, um, he believes they can bounce back and all this. Stuff. Yeah, I believe that they can, too. But like I said, it takes these games because right now, like I said, man, they're competing in terms of dollars. They're making money. OK, they are. They are making money. Are they, the question is, is Microsoft content with just making money next gen, doing all these services and, and, and things? And just having what hardcore base they have now, are they content with that just to make the money or are they going to do something for the gamers and bring out better games? See, That's my question. I think right now the strategy at Microsoft is they say, Phil, you, you worry about the games. We'll, we'll take care of the marketing and the money. That's what I think. I think, I think, 
you know, Phil is out there garnering goodwill with developers and uh, and fans and all that. He's the face of it all. And he he steers the ship as far as the games go. But I think that that corporate greed, I think Microsoft has a heavy hand in that. That's part of him being on the board of directors. I don't have a problem with them making money. But the, my, but my point is, is like, are they going to be content with that next generation as they were this generation with just making that money and, and not really um, putting out their uh, their best foot when it comes to these games? And when you're telling me that Phil Spencer is the guy that's going to bring the games, that kind of worries me because I don't yes. want him to be the only one to say, yeah, this is what game gets a green light and that game doesn't because so far his track record hasn't been that great as far as the games go. And, and, th and this and this is why I want to jump in because you guys are mentioning that. You guys forgot to forget that Phil Spencer is no longer, you know, head of first party. It's, that's no longer his position. Matt Booty is. Yeah. So with that, that's where my confidence comes from. And, you know, no disrespect to Phil Spencer. He's done a great job financially for, for Microsoft and all that, which is all great for Microsoft. But as gamers, you know, we have no stock in stock in Microsoft. We need we, we need something better, honestly. Just just shout out to Phil for, for steadying the ship. But now that he let go of the reins and let someone else uh, who has experience in, in, in creating games such as Matt Booty, I, you know, the, the future is going to be very interesting, man. I, we'll, we'll see because this is technically Matt Booty's was well, his this is his second E3 technically. Right. Because he, he kind of joined a little yeah. bit right before the first E3. So technically it's the second, but this is his first full, basically full year of joining Microsoft. So hey, before we anyway. move on real quick, I just want to say one last thing, too. Um, I do believe that Gears 5 is going to be a very good game, and it's a great way for them to end this generation on, pretty much. You know, Gears 5 is going to probably be one of their last big games, uh, first party-wise, and that's a great way to end it, because I, I feel that that's going to be a good, really solid game. And there's and there's some symbolism in that as well. I think Nubs might have said it, like, it's going to be kind of like their Last of Us moment for PlayStation 3, or 2, sorry. No, 3, yeah, when 3, when The Last of Us came out in the very end of the generation, and it's like... Well, what's this? Like, this is different. And I feel mm, like I, I hope I hope it's close to that, but I'm not going to put it on that level, dude. Last of Us is on another level for me. More? No, 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 no. no I'm not. Uh, hold on, real quick, zero. I'm not. I'm not talking about like it being like the Last of Us because we don't we don't know until it comes out. Because yeah. I, I, you know, people were like, okay, this is the Last of Us. Some people like it, some people don't. But when it came out, it was impactful in and how the game. You know the story and how it's built but what i'm trying to say is like the symbolism when it comes to microsoft games because if you think of a microsoft game you don't think of heavy story you think heavily service-based and multiplayer but with with gears with with gears of war or not even gears you know gears five they dropped the war they're trying to go in a new direction man so it's almost i want to say a reboot but it's a different you think of gears of war now you think cover base shooter corridor this Gears 5, they're trying to add more open world, like kind of like how God of War is. So if, 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 if that closes this generation off and it opens up the new generation of Xbox and the new way they're going about it, more story based, more more emphasis on, I think, like like story that, that that's been that's been all the all the studios that they acquired have all have background in RPGs and, and making a good story. So. I feel like go, uh, uh, Gears 5, where it's transitioning into a more story-based um, action game rather than just a cover shooter. Yeah. I, that's yeah. that's what I'm talking about, the, the, the uh, Last of Us moment where they're 
It's, it's, changed, it's changed the perception of Xbox. That's basically what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying because at the same time, you've got the coalition even stating that they are changing a lot within. You know, there's going to be some new mechanics. There's going to be some new uh, gameplay and stuff. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to Gears 5. I, lo- I liked Gears 4 a lot. So, um, I like where it's headed. Facts. And, and then, like my man Kofi said earlier, um, you know, taking risks. And, and that's what, and that's what companies should do for us gamers. And I wish his mic was working to be able to answer that <laughs> which, which again nintendo has built their whole career on on just you know doing the uh their own thing you know and and they've taken that big risk that's a huge risk if you ask me just yeah stay uh, staying staying stay in that way. lane bro that, that's a huge risk and it works every time for them sony they've taken risks with their games and it's worked for them it's time for microsoft to take these risks within these games you know and and, and i think they are and i think they start it starts with gears five and my bad zero i didn't mean to cut you off you were about to say something no no, no i was just about to disrespect gears i was just like <laughs> <laughs> i thought go on this little long chat chat he's gonna come in like gears is garbage but uh, really cool. i want to i want to say that the coalition <laughs> the coalition making something that's not gears i think will get gamers really excited because they're pretty talented right top three maybe for xbox's camp Really just good. Those, guys, those guys, those guys are really saying, good. We're just making a new game. We're not going to tell you about it till it's ready. That that'll be huge. Again, disrespect. We'll see, man. I'm trying to say, like, it's different. You, you guys are still thinking of of Gears of War back then. They dropped the war, man. Just like how God of War dropped the numbers. We'll see if it's the same impact. Is it the same story? Like, isn't that story done? No, like, no. It's, it's, it's a story. Story. Story is about Kate. Yeah, this is Kate's story now. Like. Yes, yeah, it's, it's no, it's no, it's no longer the uh, the machismo and the big buff super soldiers. It's about Kate. <laughs> I, so. I'm not so, not really. <laughs> Man, I know you ain't. Oh, you, you you excited? You excited about Pokemon uh, Inspector Gadget over there? Like that? That's that's, that's what gets you all riled up. <laughs> not to give anything away, but you know the story with Kate. You know, you, we all know that played it where it ends with four. So I mean, it just to- makes total sense to go this route. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. All I'm saying is gonna be I, I, the coalitions are, are really talented devs, and this is this is um uh, was it Rob Ferguson's chance to actually uh, take his his take on the on the franchise. This is his turn. I mean, he went safe with four, five is his baby, or Gears, Gears Five is his baby, and he's gonna do he's gonna do what he does, man. I, wanna, I can't wait to see his vision on it now. So we'll see. And I think I think that's it for that. I don't know. Do we have enough time to hit the last? Yeah, we have enough time. So the topic that I wanted to bring uh, bring up now that we're going to transition is with with this generation's rise of single player and even more focus on it next generation. Uh, I think even EA themselves, the king of you know fu single player, they're they're even trying to make a new Star Wars single player. You know, other other podcasts probably gonna touch upon that, but. My thing is because of the rise of single, maybe not because, I mean, there's no correlation, but I feel like this generation's multiplayer has taken a downward turn compared to last generation's multiplayer. Uh, I, I want to see, I want to see what you, what the panel has to say about that. Do you agree or disagree with me? Do you think multiplayer has been better or, or kind of stayed the same or, or what, what, what do you have, what have say you nubs? I think you disagree with this. What, what, do, what do you think? Is multiplayer better this general or, or worse or has it worsened? Nubs. Um, I think it's worsened. To be honest, it's it's 
They're, I just I just saw you in the chat saying CA Days gave you the best gaming experience it, of your life. But that's one. That's it. That's it. That's literally it. This gen. That's not enough. <laughs> you're, you're literally wearing your CA Days underwear right now. Pause. I I am actually no no but um but no like that has been the funnest multiplayer experience I've had all year. Like I've tried ESO. Like I, I've tried playing MMOs with like my friends and shit. Fortnite. I don't like that shit. I just I just don't find joy in it. What do, you, what do you think the downfall or, or the change happened? Because honestly, like I've said before, I haven't had much fun in multiplayer, which is weird because I'm a big multiplayer guy. So even I play a lot of Madden um, and just I, I, I'm also feeling that there's still a disconnect. Like, you know how many people don't fucking use mics, dude? It's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> like, man, like that just ruins everything. I actually miss the days where like my lobby was full of garbage, like playing Modern Warfare 2, just because there's you no... Know, fucking interaction you know we were talking to each other like and i feel like that's a big piece that's missing and that's why i think sea of thieves is so fucking fun because like it's kind of part of the game you have to talk to everybody um fucking between just between that and just i don't know just feeling like like nothing in the multiplayer space has really been exciting like i just feel like it's gotten worse like I, i just i just have not um I haven't found much joy on the multiplayer side of things. Like I, I tried PUBG and it's it's crap. I still don't like it. Like the, none of the big oh hot new games. I, I'm I uninstalled Apex Legends. I'm I'm not playing that. Sorry. Oh, it's, not for you. It's, it's not for me. Nope. I'm, I'm just I'm just not gonna play that at all. So. Like, all right, all right, man. So you're down. Let me, let me see. Let me let me take this to zero, man. You missed because you know you missed it. Missed the multiplayer with all them Nintendo games. What do you smash? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your take on this man do you, do you think this generation's multiplayers have been better or or has it or has it gotten worse so i overall i actually think if we if we talk last generation specifically 360 playstation and then of course the wii right uh from a general standpoint i think that last generation had the the more interesting um, and thus perhaps better multiplayer games. I think where we're at now is that we're kind of at a moment of fatigue, right? Like there's so uh-huh. many Call uh-huh. of Duty, so many Battlefields, uh-huh. there's so many games now like PUBG, Fortnite, Apex Legends. Uh, let, you know, let's jump back to the old generation. That's also the generation of Guitar Hero. Yep. And music and rhythm games and like yep. that is fun. We don't have any, at least not stateside. You know, uh, Japanese arcades are still pumping out rhythm games uh, like their no it's tomorrow. But you know, guitar. You know, games like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, uh, Sing Star. Um, what's the what's the dancing game? Uh, Just Dance. Mm-hmm. All those, like unique kind of cool things, and some of them have uh, translated over. And of course, you have your standards that are always here. Street Fighter is always here. The the fighting game community, Smash. Those always come, even though I think Ultimate is probably hands down the best match to date. Uh, but it, the I think the multiplayer, if you're like really into it, like part of that scene, and like I'm a fighting game person and I do this, then multiplayer is probably the best it's ever been for you because there's an entire thing that caters towards you. But overall, I think from just a gamer perspective, we just had better, more unique, and different multiplayer games in the last generation. I mean, the Wii alone is, you know... Loaded with them. Loaded. It's just designed to just, like, get a bunch of people together and, like, wave that remote around. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so Wii Sports, 
uh, or in Connect Sports. Even, even Connect Sports was pretty good. Even Connect Sports was kind of dope. Yeah, I still yeah. play oh, that right. today. I still play it to this day. Like wow. I just went. I had my birthday was early in January. We rented out a cabin and we brought the Xbox and we played Connect Bowling. Oh shit! Nice. That's, I'm not gonna come up and get everybody together to play Fortnite or <laughs> Apex Legends. It's just not. Or even Monster Hunter. And I love Monster Hunter, but no, it's like that's that's just not gonna happen, man. Like there's no. They seem to move away from like the party aspect of multiplayer. Now it's all competitive. It's like how how you do this, how you learn it, move with this. So it's like what happened to like singing terribly on rock band or like right. do, like that's multiplayer, right? Like have have some fun with it. Even the Switch is trying, but even theirs isn't as good as like it used to be. I was telling my, I was telling my buddy in the chat like. We used to like we used to play a shit ton of DDR like last gen, dude. Like that was a thing for yeah, me. Yeah, like, where like, are the at now? Like everything, yeah, like we don't got that. It's a good, it's a good point. But before before I pass this on, I want to address the chat real quick. Anyway, shout out to the chat, man. Hit that like button, man. Hit the like button, people. Real quick, uh, Jay Fon's really hating on Connect Sports, man. Did you not have a childhood, sir? Um, I was an adult, sir. And connect for me, it was just it was trash, bro. Never liked yeah. it. Bro. You never played it with your kids, like uh, my kids I, having a family over playing connect sports. Uh, the, the Olympics. Nah, nah no, they. Uh, the, the only thing they did with connect it, there was uh, a rafting game. Yeah, there was a dancing game they did. My girls yep. did. Um, that was about it. Um, but nah, I, I wasn't doing that. Uh, I was going to embarrass myself, but uh, nah, you know the connect for me was just it was a waste. I, I didn't I didn't want it. That's why when the Xbox One came out, I didn't buy an Xbox One until they came out with the system without the connect because yeah. I didn't want none of that shit. Smart choice. Oh, before I address it again, but real quick, uh, when we asked about why why multiplayer took a downturn, I think I saw D D Almighty Sparring got made a good point. He said the issue with multiplayer came when the PlayStation Three Slim came out. There was a shift in the community. There were still multiplayer games, but games with the story became more popular. I felt like that, you know what? He, I think he's right. Um, because during that generation, PlayStation 3 had quite a few multiplayer games. I remember playing. I remember playing Knack. I remember, I'm uh, not sorry, not Knack, uh, Mag. I know a lot of people don't like Mag, but I like Mag. Um, that's when that's, I think. That's not true, though, because there's always been uh, like Japanese games with really deep stories on the PlayStation throughout its history. It, yeah, but it also it also had multiplayer games. Like, what, what oh, yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I jump in really quick about yeah. the multiplayer? I wanted yeah, to throw out ahead. some that had uh, a lot of... Uh, uh, PlayStation tried very hard with multiplayer. I appreciated their diversity. I'm about to name the games. I just want to say that I, I see where they came with their shortfallings and then became more single-player after these. So I'm going to... Um, before you get to that, though, Kofi, they're not—they're not giving up on multiplayer. They're, they know that that was a, a a position of weakness. Mr. Sean Layden said that himself, and that they're going to be focusing on that again next gen. Absolutely, but if you if you look at the PS3, right, you had um, Warhawk. Okay, Warhawk was like a launch title that was multiplayer, and it was it was a good effort to revive that old franchise. And they had something like Starhawk. I actually loved Starhawk, but it or the developer company. Twisted Metal. Um, so we had uh, so Mag. So Let's talk about how Mag was this Mag was good, like first person shooter. And I actually, I remember playing Mag, and people playing Call of Duty were like, "Why are you playing that game?" But I had and a great time. 
I don't understand why they haven't brought back SOCOM. I really don't, because that would be a smash. A lot of people are asking for it. Yeah, I, 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 play I, I would. I would get PS. I would get PSN for SOCOM. Same. Uh, <laughs> SOCOM is dope. I actually love SOCOM Four. I always talk about PSN going down when I was. So. <laughs> Um, Trash. Okay, so um, Gran Turismo, it was like the first real online experience for Gran Turismo. So there there were plenty of good games. Three in the back end um, between Twisted Metal, Starhawk, and um, sorry, what was the last one I just mentioned? And Mag. Between those, those are like 2003 to 2000. They also have Resistance, Killzone. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Resistance. Twisted yeah, Metal. Oh my gosh. Killzone 2 was so good. I don't care. Killzone 2 was said. good. I, I'll give you that. It was good. Oh my gosh. It was good. Chaos running at high speed, reviving people, or you know, whatever. Killzone 2 went against stuff. Halo 3, I think, right? Or is it Halo 2? It was three, I think. Yeah. 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 It was dead on arrival. But anyway, go ahead. What? <laughs> It didn't. It didn't really stand a chance, bro. Don't act like that thing sold like that. It did not. <laughs> it was compared to I, I Halo Three. Sales, you, you, know, you remember but... the Halo Killer? Hey, okay, yeah, they oh. oversold it, and they're all <laughs> oh, crap. The hype real video that you know that didn't oh, exist. But, did oh, not you mean, you mean that? Oh my! You mean that, that fucking happened. lawsuit waiting to happen video? What was that? that? Advent children ass. Fucking Advent animation. children. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: If you guys look at the Digital Foundry retro video on Killzone, what they did—it's just they lied. All right, man. So, so any, let me see. Anyone else has a take on this before we get to verses? Uh, Farrell, what do you what do you think? Any any take on this? Uh, I think multiplayer has definitely gotten a lot worse as time has gone on. Uh, and why do you think that is? Um. Part of it that people just don't talk to each other anymore. Part of it is fatigue. Um, part of it is just there are too many multiplayer games coming out and none of them are being perfected. Um, Good point. I have a point too. When you're done. Yeah, go ahead. Fonz, you go after. Go ahead. Go ahead, Farrell, finish. Um, I mean, that that's pretty much it for me. I mean, it's just you you just get, you know, multi, you know, just year after year, they're, they're remaking the same games and there's no real improvement. I mean, if if you pop in, for instance, you pop in Madden 06 and you pop in Madden 19, it's not much difference between the games. Pretty much the exact same game. There's no innovation. Um, and you see the same thing with a lot of first-person shooters. There's not a ton of innovation taking place. Um, it's just games are getting the the multiplay the multiplats are just getting a little stale, and yep. it's just. I mean, yeah. it is. You make a very great point, dude, because uh, I was going to say, you know, everything is sort of turning into like battle royale mode. And, you know, for some people, I mean, it, it's the big going trend and it, it's really big still. Uh, but I think if you really dive into it, um, the majority of the gamers are probably younger. And when I say younger, I, I say 20s and below um, playing those things. And I think the reason why there's been such a rise of single player uh, narrative games and stuff and, and people want that is. Because if you really think about it, a lot of the older gamers like myself, we're getting older. We're kind of growing out of that whole scene where we want to play against uh, others and stuff. We're not as good as some of these young guys anymore. Like I, you know, Uh, speak for yourself. Uh, Speak for you. No, dude, I'm talking about when you when (laughs) when you get to my age and 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 older, you start losing it, man. Like going, I I know. Some people with Call of Duty, I don't have that fast twitch, you know, muscle reflex. 
And it really is, I'd I'd really just like to sit there and play a single player game. I'd I'd, I'd like to play a game that I can just take at my own pace and that sort of thing. And I really do think that the majority of gamers that grew up on games like I did from the 80s, 70s, 80s, we're now into the point where we just want to relax with these games. These are, these are, it's a hobby. We want to play these games at our own pace. And I think that's part of it too. But innovation is a big part too. Uh, Multiplayer is pretty stale when it comes to innovation lately. There's not a lot new. This whole battle Royale thing, if you really look at it, yeah, you're fighting against uh, it's one against, you know, 150, whatever it is. Um, But at the end of the day, the mechanics are the same. You're shooting, you know, it's, it's not really, much different than everything else. Fair yeah. enough, man. Go, go, go ahead, this, this 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 gen has some good like gems, like like Overcooked, or uh, you know, like what uh, I guess we can count Minecraft or Broforce. Like it's there, but it doesn't seem to be enough. Uh, and like you know, everyone's saying like now everybody's just following the trend. So because Fortnite made a bunch of money, all yeah. games now kind of have to be like Fortnite, even Tetris, which, you know, I love Tetris 99, but it is Tetris Battle Royale at its core. Um, and so it's cool to play against a bunch of people, but it's still the, in the back of my head, like, this probably doesn't exist if Fortnite doesn't take the world by storm. See, I think the gems do exist, Zero, but at the same time, one of these big companies, you know, PlayStation, Microsoft, Nintendo, they have to be willing to put their neck out on the line for one of those gems. I mean, right. With the advertising, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta show them that it's there. You can't just expect people to find everything. I think that's part of it too. All right, man. I, I would love to touch upon this topic. And I think like it's snow bunny four, two, six said with people not talking in multiplayer games, some refuse to, cause some chats are super toxic. That's true. But I kind of miss the lobbies, man. I because do it, kind of, it kind of forced you to talk. You had no real choice. Yeah, I miss yeah. shit talking. Exactly. And it made you engage in it more. Because it, it's 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 almost if you're playing a single player games instead of NPCs, you're playing against real people, but you're not engaging in it. It's not the I, same. I'd like to... I, I like to point like make this point uh those lobbies and stuff because i you know i liked the whole drama aspect of it i, I like the shit hearing the shit taking the shit and the thing is i mean let's face it that's why we're on twitter is is, is to look at all the, this drama and the exactly <laughs> but i mean that's basically social media in a nutshell uh, they, we're, uh yeah we've got friends on there and we're talking to them and stuff but at the end of the day we go look at, oh, what's he saying now? What's she saying now? Hey, you know, hey, exactly. And one of my I, fondest I, moments. Oh, go ahead, yeah, Fonz. Yeah, those, I remember those lobbies back on the 360, man, when I was playing uh, those, those different games and stuff. Um, we had them in, uh, what was it, uh, Call of Duty. We had it in uh, Ghost Recon. Before we went in, we would talk shit. I'm going to yes. kill you, you know, and then we'd go in there, and then we'd come back to the lobby, and we'd be like, damn you, you know, and we'd just talk shit, more shit. It was, it was fun, man. Those were the days, and I do miss that aspect. And, and then, like I said, my, one of my fondest memories, I was playing Halo. Back then, man, we, man, we was poor, so we was playing on this small-ass TV, but it was split-screen because you could play Halo multiplayer split-screen. So, so I was playing this, like, one quarter of the screen. Uh, it was 2v2, I think, in Halo 2. And we beat these guys and we go straight to the lobby, right? There wasn't any party chat at the time. 
And this dude was British and he was calling me Yank and everything. He's like, yo, he's like, like shut up, you fucking pilgrim. And I I lost it. I've never been called a pilgrim in my life. Shout out to British people. That is the best comic I've ever heard. This man called me a pilgrim. That's funny. Technically, he's not wrong, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you can only get that through lobbies. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh man. So anyway, let's let's move on to the topic. Uh we have a we have a like well 10 minutes or so before my girl kicks me off here. Uh we're gonna talk about verses. And uh let me see what I have here. So this week, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with this, Fonz. So how versus works, I pick a topic, you either pick one or the other and defend it, right? And whoever wins or loses, you're gonna hold that L at the end, which <clears throat> this week is gonna be feral. So this topic. It's uh it's aching to old you know to the old school a little bit how it how it originated and how it ended this kind of this generation kind of ended both of them man and it's kind of sad but Splinter Cell versus Metal Gear Solid which franchise is a more 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 rememberable and b the better franchise overall for a stealth game and I'm gonna go straight to Fonz Fonzarella here what do you think is the better and why. This is uh, no contest for me. I'm going Splinter Cell. I enjoyed those games much more than I did uh, Metal Gear. I Look, I like Metal Gear from the NES. I liked it, you know, Metal, uh, Metal Gear Solid. But things changed with that franchise. It got really weird. And Kojima, t- to me, it, the dude, the dude's weird, okay? He writes very weird. Th- there's some nuances and things. Maybe I don't pick up on some of it. But I don't get their stories. Most of their stories is, is like I played Metal Gear Solid Five, Metal Gear Five. That thing was a nightmare to try to follow. I I did not follow that story. I I don't understand it to this day. I don't get what was going on. But yeah, I, I'd have to go with Splinter Cell. It had more uh, cohesive story, and the uh, for me the gameplay was was, was fun. So I'd go with Splinter. All right, so Fonz with Splinter Cell, Pharaoh. Metal Gear Solid or Splinter Cell, which is the better game and why? Uh, oh, better game? That's, 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 all it's, yeah. that's the only question. What's the better game? The better game, the what has the most impact in your opinion, just overall. This is versus. You pick one. Yeah. If you had to pick, are you going to pick Metal Gear to play or Splinter Cell to play? I would, I would say Metal Gear, greater impact, Splinter Cell, better game. Out of the two, who would you pick? If I had to pick one, if I had to pick one to play right now, I'm picking, I'll pick Splinter Cell. Okay, well, real quick. You said it's, Metal Gear had a bigger impact. Explain that, because I disagree. But anyway, explain that. Um, I mean, from the time that it came out, I mean, it was, it was groundbreaking when Metal Gear Solid first came out. I mean, yeah, the games are a little trippy, um, and the storylines can be a little bit weird, but, I mean, when, when, when it came out, I mean... It was it, it was groundbreaking at that time. So I mean, you got to factor in that the time that that it came out. I mean, it kind of broke the genre wide open. So it's kind of hard to say that um, you know it didn't have the biggest impact when it pretty much created the genre. So despite so despite that, you still pick Splinter Cell as the better game. Yeah, I, I think you know those Tom Clancy games were just. They were just on point. <laughs> I mean, they, they did them they did them really well. Um, I think a lot of it had to do that they had, you know, books to follow and they yeah. had Tom Clancy to actually lean on and his expertise. Whereas 
Kojima was just kind of in his own head, but he didn't really have any type of military background or anything like that. So, um, or conducted any real military research, not to the extent that Tom Clancy did. I mean, I, I think that's where you get the difference. Um, all right, fair enough. Uh, so let me let me let me go to Kofi here. So we got two for Splinter Cell. Kofi, which one is the bigger impact, Mister Jap- Mister Japanese guy? My, you know, over there. What are you What are you gonna pick? Y'all so, know I gotta support my man Kojima. Uh, I love his nuance and his ability to have this franchise that he built, right? But we recognize the mastermind behind it. Splinter Cell's great, but we don't really talk about the people who crafted that game. Not like we talk about Kojima. And his Kojima, even though we love him so much, his potential was was limited by by Konami, right? We probably would have seen more original IPs come from him. Uh, we probably would have gotten, um, what's the game that's uh, PT, right? The PT demo that would have been Silent Hill. And now we finally get to see him have his own studio. I, I think that his impact and what we thought of for Konami for so many years comes from, oh, what about, um, shoot, what is it called? The Zone of the Enders. Zoe. I think that game yeah. is freaking gorgeous, especially I'm, the second runner. We're not we're not talking about the different games. I'm talking about Splinter Cell or Metal Gear Solid. Which is the be- Which one would you pick? You're right. I did deviate there, but it's he was deviating. You see, you see what you're trying to do? You're trying to add more to more fuel to your fire here. And I was like, oh, Zone Enders. Hell no, we ain't talking about Zone Enders. We're talking about Metal Gear or, or Splinter Cell. This is versus. Very fair you, point. you pick one or die. Um, the multiplayer in Metal Gear Solid is. Uh, trash I, I, I will say metal gear solid 4's multiplayer was stiff okay i did like chaos theory uh and the idea that you know like the um i forget what it was like the hunters they couldn't see very very well right versus kinda, yeah i really i did appreciate them keeping the multiplayer aspect at, at its time but I, I i don't know when i played the story for metal gear solid games pharaoh and i beat i remember we beat metal gear solid 2 in a weekend or something like that. And the fact that we were so engrossed <laughs> and we wanted to get to the end of Big Shell. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm sticking with uh, Metal Gear, man. Just right, everything that we've done. Fair enough. We don't have I, much I, I just want to ask you a real one, one, one little question, though. Like, when you say you were, like, engrossed into those games, uh, do you really understand the, those stories? Because... Really, I mean, I'm I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I, you know, I'm okay. And 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 I play those games, and there's certain aspects, there's certain things that happens within those games. I'm like, what the fuck did I just play? Yo, I, I will not claim knowledge of some of the things that they mentioned. I think there was a group in the story called the Lolly Lule Low. Do y'all remember yep. that? Lolly Lule Low. I ain't gonna act like I know exactly what that's about. Snake was a bitch, and we're just gonna keep it moving. Whoa, whoa yeah. you said riding? I didn't like um, him. But, 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 we, but, we ain't got all day to, to oh, fight. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass. Okay. Yeah, we got to pass that, man. So basically, you got to be on LC, you know, our acid to be able to understand the story. So, <laughs> Nubs, man, who you picking? Um, I am absolutely going uh, MGS, bro. Oh, what the heck? No, 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 no. You can never, you can never be called Captain X-Files. Because in, in the nah, beginning, nah. it's a Sam no, Fisher. No, 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 no. Green goggles. Nope, nope. Let me, let me. on Xbox. I'm talking about the better version. 
I'm gonna tell you two words as to far as why I chose MGS. Snake Eater. Shut up uh, with all that other shit, bro. Right. I don't want to hear next. 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 Ooh, next. No. Next. No. <laughs> we're going to the zero, man. Who you picking, man? <laughs> well, first of all, I gotta say the Lale Lule Low, they were uh they were the people they were the Illuminati. Let's put it yep. that way. That's what they were. Um, but I, I gotta go with Metal Gear, man. Oh like, hell no. This is listen, listen, I'm not I'm I can't I can't take it. Spencer's one of my favorite franchises ever. I we're, saw, not, we're not Sam Fisher takes no L's. I watched Splinter Cell when it was called The Sum of All Fears and uh, <laughs> other Tom Clancy movies. I told you. Like, I'm good with it. Like, Metal Gear, Psycho Mantis, Vulcan Raven, Sniper Wolf, a, a literal cyborg ninja. Remember how the way Psycho Mantis interacted with you? Yeah, this man just said he, he saw the sum of all fears. Well, I've seen some bad anime that reminded me of Metal Gear Solid stories. Okay, <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't disagree that there's a moment, probably like four, yeah. is when the story completely goes off rails because the three doesn't even have to be connected to Metal Gear at all, it could be its own standalone thing. It, it was wrapped, amazing. Yeah, it wraps up perfectly. Right. First, first right. was the, the second one just is more the first one. The fourth and fifth one, they go completely off the rails. I, I, I will admit that. All right. All right. Well, I, I, I would love to keep you, let you guys talk. But again, what kind of type of time? So you picking Metal Gear. So real real quick, last chance, Mr. Fonz and Pharaoh to counter, to, to, to give you a last argument why Metal Gear, or sorry, well, uh, Splinter Cell is the better game. Go ahead, Fonz. Uh, Splinter uh, Cell's the more more uh, coherent game. It's got better multiplayer and single player, as far as I'm concerned, within Next. gameplay. And uh, it was just uh, more relatable to me. Exactly. And real quick, just to remember, this is the stealth genre. Which one is the actual stealth game? Go ahead, Farrell. Yeah, like I said, I I think that Splinter Cell is is a you know more pure stealth game. But like I said, Metal Gear is, is gonna be the greater impact any day of the week. So But you already picked uh I said convince them to change their opinion. You picked splits. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I agree with both sides. I agree. He's right, you know. And if and, you had to pick a game, you said Splinter Cell. So I convinced these guys to pick Splinter Cell, Cell, then yes, I'm picking Splinter Cell. <laughs> if I'm I'm answering your question. If I'm playing a game just for, for if I want to play a pure stealth game, I'm playing Splinter Cell. But if I just right, if, if I want the if I want the game that that has all the crazy stuff that goes along with it, I'm playing Metal Gear Solid. Um, I'm so I'm so disappointed in uh, in this in this panel. But anyway, you know what? Because because Pharaoh did say that he picked Splinter Cell, he gets his first L. <laughs> so there you go, Metal Gear Solid wins. What if I'm gonna play a stealth game? Which one am I picking? If I'm clicking purely for stealth, then yeah, I'm picking Splinter Cell. So I mean, I'll take the L. Um, I, <laughs> I answered your question. Like you, you did answer my question, and yeah. then Kofi and Zero kind of just like, nah, bruh. Yeah, Co like they, Kofi's bringing up some of all fears, and <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing up everything other Every, than everything but the actual actual game. game. Yeah. So, I mean, 
All right. Anyway, guys, that is it. That is it for the show. I'm going to do the outro and we'll be getting the hell out of here, man. I appreciate you guys stopping by. Hit the like button again. And now let's go left to right because I have to roll out of here, man. Uh, Nubs, man, where people can find you. Do your outro. Yep. You can find me at uh, Lord Butternubs on Xbox, Randy Butternubs on PSN, and at Jubei Sensei on Twitter, and at Jubei underscore Sensei on uh, Instagram, Nubs Corner on Facebook and YouTube. And our special guest, man, Jay Fonzarelli, man, I appreciate you coming through, man. Where people can find you, and, and I, I know you have the new fi fighting channel as well, man. But share yeah. that in the link, and I'll probably put them. On, I'll put it in my description as well. Yeah, Go ahead. Okay. So I've got uh, you can find me at Jay Fonzarelli on Twitter and here on YouTube, um, where I do gaming related uh, videos uh, from time to time, and then I've I do a mixed martial arts podcast on Sundays, one p.m. Pacific time, uh, live usually. Um, and and I do it there talking about mixed martial arts at Fight Culture Podcast here on YouTube. Man, check it out, man. You want you want something, something different, some 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 fighting knowledge, man. Check out my boy Jay Fonzarelli. And who's the uh the other co-host? Oh, the other co-host is the real meds, Jay Medina. Meds, yeah. yeah, man, check it out for sure. And I I'll I probably have to go on your uh page and then share the link. Kofi, man, where people can find you. Find me at creative underscore Kofi on Twitter and Maxwell 3000 on PSN. I will be translating another interview. I don't know what game that will be, but if people are interested in hearing about some game that's coming out, hit me up. I will probably do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it for me. Roger that. And uh, Zero, man, Mr. Nintendo yourself, man. Do your outro, bro. Hey, man, as always, man, had a blast. Appreciate being on here. Uh, you can find me 0x386, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, Instagram, PayPal, uh, Farmers Only. I'm, I'm, all, I'm always there. Um, I said PayPal, I'm there. <laughs> but, yeah, and uh, once again, big shout out to Reggie. Thanks for all that you've done. Uh, you know, move on. And uh, check out some of our fears starring Morgan Freeman and Super <laughs> Asshole, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Super <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> wow. Anyway, Mr. And lastly, man, Farrell, hold that L up high, my guy. All right. Uh, yeah, you guys, you can find me on Twitter at Fernando Montero with a zero at the end, Xbox Live, and PSN at Bizarre 5000. Factual, and then it's me, of course, FC Violent. You could, uh, you can find me obviously on YouTube, FC Violent, FC Space Violent, uh, weekly shows. Hit, please subscribe, man. Share this out. And before we go, lastly, we have two weeks before I announce the game. Um, it's uh, gone in the the trifecta of gaming. You know, with the Nintendo game, I think it's was it Yoshi's World that we agreed upon. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. And the Xbox game, which uh, which you could come to me and DM me if you uh. Whatever you, whatever you want, but I think we're going to go with the Sekiro for that one. So you have uh, two weeks left to go into the Patreon.com, go under Vitamin G Podcast and enroll into that, and I will announce the winners live. Anyway, shout out to my Patreons. Shout out to the chat. I see you, Moss, in the chat. Anyway, I'm out of here, man. Remember, keep it gaming, and Zero's an asshole. Peace. <laughs> Kojima's overrated. <laughs> 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 <laughs>